welcome to Side Talks, the podcast on cinema. For some reason, that sounds really, really like, I don't know, serious well, I haven't shaken off the rust yet. We just got here. Okay. Well, yeah, um, this is a podcast. We'd like to invite you to listen. Uh, we talk about cinema. Take a seat. Put your feet up. We're going to talk about some movies. My name's Corey Kraft, one of the movie talkers. Wow. We're really doing a tonal shift here. You know, Welcome it's just- to Side Talks. I got to break it. I got to break <laughs> us out of this. I got to break us out of this. Let's go. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. Well, it's time for a five-minute fight. That's right, little bitch. Oh, uh, well, out of the gate. Coming out hot. We're See, the thing is, you're coming out so hot about a movie that Brad, I... Brad, start the timer. I don't like that, this tone. That you don't like, that I don't really have strong feelings for one way or the other. I think this movie's perfectly fine. Oh, you know, it's that's good. Interesting. Um, we're talking about uh, the 2007 Best Picture nominee, Juno, directed by Jason Reitman, written by Academy Award winner Diablo Cody, starring Elliot Page, uh, Jason Bateman, Jennifer Garner, J.K. Simmons, Michael Sarah. Pretty good cast there. Pretty funny movie. Pretty nice. Pretty no. enjoyable. Um, what's your major beef about with, with Juno? Oh, I have several. Okay. Um, first and foremost, this thing is stupid. Oh well. Um, it's like might as well stop the timer with that. It's a stupid movie, everybody. Nobody's ever I've heard got of a such. Couple of minutes. Okay, okay, all right. It's like indie light. It's in the same. It's in the same category as Little Miss Shitshine. Oh, we're gonna have to fight about yeah. that one because I do have Say strong I'm feelings about note. Little Miss Sunshine, a movie I like a lot. But continue. Um, it's hokey. It's rooted in this sort of same fantastical bubblegum vomit world that Little Miss Shitshine is. Oh, my God. Um, I find it really unrelatable and really glib. And, you know, let me give you – let me just go at you want with one more here. Okay. The, the, the dialogue is so fucking stupid. This line exists in the film. This is one doodle that can't be undoodled, home skillet. Yep. Yeah, from Rain uh, Wilson um, in a little cameo there. Very stupid. Nobody talks like that. And it's not a world in which I want to be part of. It's like, okay, I like Gilmore Girls. Nobody really talks like that, but it's enjoyable. I don't want to hear the fucking word home skillet. It makes me, it's just irritating <laughs> as hell. And everything lives in that sort of realm of like, we're just so cute, we can't even stand it. Well, okay, I'll admit, you know, obviously the dialogue in this movie, uh, much maligned, not its strong suit. Um, the vibe is, of course, uh, late 2000s, ukulele playing, Urban Outfitters wearing, you know, hits or whatever. I just won the fight. Um, but, but I think that this movie has a nice heart even under oh. those dated affectations. Okay, you know what kind of heart it has? Okay, It please. has an anti-abortion heart. It's not an anti-abortion it, heart. It, I don't like it. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I don't like the way this thing vibes to me anti-abortion. It really but, does. But it it's doesn't. Like a pro, it's like pro-life, candy wrap, pro-life shit. I disagree with that. I, 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 I've, I heard those arguments at the time that it was kind of a Trojan horse of a pro-life yes. thing. I just, I've never viewed it that way. Uh, I mean, because the character does consider making the choice of abortion. She uh-huh. chooses against it. Just like those signs that get you like, come in here and talk to I us. I hear and what you're saying. And they put you in the church thing that like doesn't let you have the abortion. I, I think, I just think it's a reach to say that this film is actually trying to like do that too. Is it a reach? I think it's a little bit of a reach. It feels just like Knocked Up does the same thing. Mm. It feels very much, it feels pro-life, like pro-life 
Trojan horse, I think is a good way to put it. Yes. Um, you know, but let's let me not get too terribly political here because I might be losing the argument because some, you know, pro-lifers out there might be like, I like Juno. Yeah, but also they can relax. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Pro-lifers, hey, relax. Cool it out there <laughs> with your rhetoric. OK. And your, and your Juno. Yeah. Cool it. Um, <laughs> this, if this film were half as funny. No, if this film were as cor- a quarter of as funny as it thinks it is. I would might be on board. The performances are good enough, I think, to outweigh all of the the dated, quirky, you know, try hard stuff that you're referring to. Though Elliot Page is really wonderful in this movie. Eh. Um, I like. I mean, we've already gone over Jennifer Garner. I think she's excellent in this movie. I think. Um, I don't even remember her being in this. Jason thing. That's Bateman. How she plays she Jason Bateman's. Um, Wife, I'm the, bored. The, she's the adopted mother of Juno's kid. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I'm bored. Okay, whatever. Uh, Jason Bateman is, you know, a a really interesting sleaze ball. Look, I think Jason Reitman's directed better movies than this. Not too many because he's, you know, we could talk about Jason Reitman another day. I think Diablo Cody has written written better movies than this. I think <laughs> you're not coming at this strong. I think, I think Jennifer's <laughs> Body and Young Adult are both better than this. But do I think this is a good movie? Yeah, I do. And it did come at the crest of that, you know, Sundance precious wave yep. Yep. Uh, that kind of dominated the last part of the 2000s and, and especially the Oscars. So I get the complaints about it. But, you know, ultimately, I, I thought I think it's a nice dramedy that has some genuine moments, some really good performances, some good jokes here and there. Um, and it's just a gentle and sweet, feel good movie uh, that, that doesn't seem worth all the fuss either way, to be honest. Oh, well, I you know, I think you kind of hit it on the head at some points here. And that is that this is a little this is a little sort of like precious little indie that can get that we can rise up to the top that makes the academy feel comfortable that makes the average person feel comfortable with indies when it's not really an indie huh common ground see it's possible everybody that sam was, was that common ground yeah we reached common ground there i'm not sure that we did don't try to backtrack <sighs> this accomplishment that we made oh man hmm <clears throat> well okay Hmm. I'm going to say, um, okay, so Rachel gets 500,000 points for just the pure aggressiveness of her debate. Thank um, you. But <laughs> minus all of those points for the entire Little Miss Sunshine thing, just leave that movie alone, please. Um, it's, That's right, yeah, Sam. Juno is quirky and a little too cute, sure, but like, I still really want a hamburger phone. Um, and I could listen to Jason Bateman and Juno talk about records and bands just all day long. Um, so Corey absolutely wins. He just has the correct opinion on this one. Uh, I'm going to say plus one million points and a gallon of Sunny D. Brad, Brad are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Oh, my God. I want, I, hey, everybody, I, you know I won that argument. <laughs> you know I won that argument. Y'all know this film isn't good. <laughs> I know your grandma liked it. I do. But it isn't good. Well, it's that time when you're going to pick a city. Well, All right. Actually, I'm going to pick the city. You're going to tell me the first film that comes to mind. I'm doing things a little different today. 
Uh-oh. I'm going to throw these in the air, and the first one that I eye lands on the table is going to be the one I pick. Okay. I'm, I'm Okay. All you right. You better hope for the best because— This is like—you're switching me this game up like Price is Right style. Like, okay. Got to keep you on your toes, Let's Corey. see what, which city that uh, that lands on the table first. And really and truly, it's, it's, getting, it's getting deep because— We've run out of a lot of the majors. We've gone through a lot of cities already. So there's some weird shit in here. Okay, okay. here you go. You ready? Yep. That's the first one. Yeah, that's that that's the first one. Okay, according that's the first to one I saw. My eye as well. Let's see what this is. I'm nervous. Oh, not too terrible. Okay. Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Brr. You sure this is not too terrible? Yeah, I maybe I'm wrong there. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong there. Well, I, I just watched a season of Top Chef that to, took place in <laughs> Portland. Like, yeah, or no, no, the, the new film. season of Top Chef is taking place in Portland. It needs to be a film. So if I can't Think use Top Chef, um, instead, I'm going to have to go with... See, Brad mentioned Portlandia earlier, and that's the only thing I can think about. Or you mentioned Portlandia. I mentioned it, and so, it's a show. It's episodic, so yeah, that doesn't so that doesn't either. work. Ooh, we're, I, you know what I feel coming on? A retraction. Like Corey lost pick the city. A retraction. Yeah, but also Portland, Oregon. I, I'm, I I'm just thinking about one. the. You do? I do. Damn. Okay. It's, it's you're not it, you're not thinking in the right realm. I don't think. Okay. There's a particular director who tends to uh, mess around in that general area. Mm-hmm. Uh, a director you don't love, which is probably part of the issue here. Yeah. Gus Van Zandt. That's right. He is. He he did do a lot of Pacific Northwest stuff. So my own private Idaho is partially shot, okay. I believe, in Portland, Oregon. And if not, we'll come back with a retraction. But I'm almost positive that a significant percentage of that film was shot in Portland. So that means like Paranoid Park or one of his later. Probably. Maybe even Elephant. Yeah. Or Could have been. Yeah. Very lush, that mm. film. Um, and certainly his last days was probably shot That's there. That's what I was about to say, too. Like. Yeah, given even the though maybe that Cobain was shot in, in Seattle. Anyway, we will come back with some with, with some attractions either way because we've been bouncing a bunch of titles around that probably isn't fair to to pin Portland on all. And of I them. didn't guess any of them. I didn't pick it. that you city or pick the movie Ooh, for that. It's city. getting tough, y'all. It's getting interesting now. All right, so we'll be back in a future installment of I Got Something Wrong. <laughs> and now, fast film terms. That was shocking, actually. That's right. For the first time ever, you shocked me. Keeping you on your toes because it's time for fast film terms. I got a couple of them for you. Throw it at me. Um, do you know what Fall Off is? Not Fall Out Boy, which I know is your favorite band. Absolutely. But Fall Off. <laughs> Jeez. You spoke that evil into existence, and now people are going to believe you. Um, I know. I've been, I've been accused so far today of being aggressive, of being, oh my gosh. Um, oh, and saying people like Fallout Boy. I know, yeah, I know. Outrageous. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Outrageous. Okay, but let's get focused on Fall Off here, not Fallout Boy, but Fall Off. <sighs> it is the difference between the intense center of a lighting instrument and the light around its edges. Okay, I was going to guess that it had something to do with lighting, but did not know that. That makes sense. Yeah, where light falls off. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and here's one that maybe is a little more familiar to you because you know you're not you're not a grip, you're not in the you're not a gaffer, <laughs> right? Um, playability. Something we think about a lot as programmers. Just whether something will play for a particular audience? Yeah. It's uh, how well an audience responds while watching a film. Yeah. Or really any media, I would I assume. You. But, you know, it comes up a lot with films saying, you know, is it playable? Is, what's its playability? So, for instance, a movie like uh, Juno, which is regarded as a crowd pleaser, would be said to have 
high playability by festival programmers in 2007 or something. Oh, I totally agree with you. I do. I really do. I agree with you on that statement because I do think that Juno is a film that is made for the masses and that lots and lots of people like. Lots and lots of people like all kinds of bad stuff. Well, thanks for listening to Side Talks, our tiny little podcast. We are your own personal cinematic Sydney Prescott and Gail Weathers. Oh, boy. Um, That's right, Gail. Gail. Hello, Sydney. So, do you remember um, what they did to poor Courtney Cox's hair in Scream 3? Wait, are we are we really saying poor Courtney Cox? Well, okay, but you know what? A woman from Mountain Brook, Alabama. Poor Courtney who- Cox's hair. Her hair renders her very sympathetic indeed in Scream 3. <laughs> there's there's never once in the history of the world been one single sympathetic thing about Courtney Cox. You don't you don't think that <laughs> when she appears with that hairdo in Scream 3, not for a moment you weren't like, "Ah, damn. No. Why'd they have to do her like that?" No. Oh, okay. No. It's all fodder for my anything bad that happens to Courtney Cox is fodder for my enjoyment. <laughs> Oh wow, Birmingham's own. Okay, before I, this is the pot. This is the one where I just totally get canceled, y'all. Like I've said all kinds of stuff today that in this episode, I'm just I'm in trouble. Sorry, Chloe. I apologize. I promise I won't do it again. Uh, so anyway, what, thanks else about, do, what else do we do in this outro besides cancel ourselves? Right. Uh, thanks about well, we thank Batwell Studios for allowing us to get canceled. <laughs> well, really, just me. Next episode will be Corey versus Corey. Oh my God. Uh, sidewalkfest.com at sidewalkfilm. Yep, all those things. And uh, yeah, I'll find some reason to be canceled next time. Email me all the hate mail at <laughs> podcast at sidewalkfest.com. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.